Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It Starts Now, the happy hour of finance and business. My name is Stanley. I'm your host for today. My guest started her career at Warren Chicomi, a high-end salon in Manhattan, Madison Avenue, where she was promoted to director. From there, she transitioned over into real estate. From real estate, she found so much fulfillment that she started her own company, called Mevi F. Rem Destinations, which encompasses everything. Uh, everything that has to do with planning, wedding planning. Please welcome Mevi F. Rem. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Thank you so much. I appreciate uh, Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's an honor. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. And I've been trying to find a way to really get our <laughs> um, conversation going yeah. uh, because you you provide so so much more um, than just real estate than just maybe F destination mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right um, but before we dive into that I really wanted to go over real estate okay right mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't really understand the behind the scenes when it comes to real estate. They think, okay, if I sell a house, automatically I'm going to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm going to get paid the full chunk, right, right? Right. And right now, currently, you're working with Modern Spaces, correct? That's correct, yes. All right. Now, with Modern Spaces, do you guys deal with, uh, what type of properties do you guys deal with? So, uh, Modern Spaces, just to give a little background, mm-hmm. um, the company is uh, was founded in Long Island City, Queens. And uh, though we cover, you know, throughout New York City, uh, even outside of New York City, but our primary, you know, uh, focus, I guess you can say, is Long Island City, Astoria, uh, a little bit of Manhattan and whatnot. So we actually do all sorts of real estate. When I say that, we not only the residential, we do commercial as well, retail, uh, rentals, you know, leasing, commercial and residential. I primarily focus on the residential side. But on my agency, you know, comp- we do everything, even uh, sort of, if not necessary, modern spaces, property management. But we do have agents within the company that are solely focusing on the property managing side. So they work with landlords where they help with the whole process of renting and whatnot. So anything that's real estate related, mm-hmm. we, we do it all. And as a matter of fact, now we are branching out in New Jersey as well. Let's say maybe in the future we'll be in the tri-state area and elsewhere in the United States. <laughs> Yeah. How did you get into real estate? So, um, it okay. <laughs> you know, I was working at Warren Tricomi where I was pretty much in charge of, you know, not just running the location, but like marketing, you know, coming up with how do we build a business pretty much ground up because it was mm-hmm. a new location. You Listen, the name definitely helped, but it still goes a lot into it when you have a new location. You're looking at it demographically. The clients are different. So I was wearing multiple hats. You know, it was a lot of fun. We did fashion shows. We did anything with market uh, marketing. Um event planning too so you know we had that aspect as well so Mm -hmm. it wasn't just a hair salon with makeup and hair there was a lot more involved um i think it was a more of a personal choice i realized you know down the road uh i wanted to grow further whether it was because i wanted to make more money or just have more responsibility or just acknowledgement that i was doing something you know uh great um I just thought, you know what, this is not working out for me. Let me go into something else. So how did real estate come about? I think it was just uh, having access to so many people working at that. You know, you, you meet so many different type of people from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So maybe somewhere down the line, 
having a conversation, uh, you know, with a client somewhere, maybe the mention of real estate was, oh, you know, mentioned and it was like a seed that was just in the back of my mind. So when I realized that I wasn't happy where I was, I wanted to do something. So I'm like, okay, let me take a step back. Mm -hmm. What can I do? And the first thing that came into my mind was like, okay, I'm going to pursue real estate. Uh, and I did. So that's how pretty much it started for me. It wasn't because anybody necessarily came to me saying, okay, go into it. I think it was just from conversations, mm-hmm. um, you know, from what people do, what's going on. And I just stepped back and said, okay, what can I do? And the first thing that came in mind was real estate. Let's, let's just dive into it and let's see what happens. So that's how I started the real estate. And then from that, you know, I just kept growing and doing multiple things i wasn't bored with real estate i love it i still do it but i just figured wait a minute there's another opportunity sort of coming in let me get into that so that was pretty much travel i started in the travel industry from that before you go to the travel i just you mentioned something earlier when you said i wasn't happy where i was at Mm -hmm. why like is was there a ceiling was there a lack of opportunities what happened? I think it was all of that. You know, okay. um, I realized uh, it was again. It was a personal, you know, uh, decision. I just realized I was hungry. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and again, it could be whether I wanted more money or I was hungry to do more. Um, and you know, honestly, for me, aside from growing more, I think it also came to a ceiling when I realized that what I wanted, what I wanted to accomplish, this is not where I can find it. It's not just because they weren't giving to me; it just probably didn't work out. And the other thing, what what made me realize that I wasn't happy, I think um, I felt that my, you know, what I was bringing wasn't valued, right? Mm-hmm. And and again, it, you know, you know, it just maybe wasn't a match, you know, mm-hmm. it was it wasn't anything personal. You can't look at that way, but you realize what your value is, what you bring to the table. So when you feel that no one's recognizing or appreciating, and it's not really let you grow what do you do about it so i realized that i wasn't happy right and um it was because of personal growth whether it was making more money Hmm. or because i wanted more responsibility um i also realized that i i thought i was bringing a lot to the table and i realized that it wasn't um being recognized at least to my liking Mm -hmm. you know i I knew what i was capable of so when i realized all of that and um I think I start feeling very down and I wasn't happy about it. So in life, one of my favorite quote by Maya Angelou, if you don't like something, you know, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to be very honest, I didn't want to change my attitude. And the reason for me, it might come off as obnoxious when you right. say that, but the reason for me is that, you know, I, I didn't think that, you know, mm-hmm. that whatever I was feeling, it, it was definitely right it was rightfully so i know what i was bringing to the table and i'm not being recognized Mm -hmm. i'm not growing so you know it wasn't anything personal it's business at the end of the day so instead of being upset about it you know changing my attitude why don't i just change the entire situation was that the fire i think that was a fire that i needed the motivation that drive Mm -hmm. and uh so you know my whole thing was let me change the situation don't want to change my attitude that's fine so i decided okay you know what i'm gonna um, have a plan Mm -hmm. my plan was i gave myself a couple of months you know to prepare learn about the real estate industry because i don't know anything about it at the Mm -hmm. time i don't know anyone in the industry so you know i came up with a game plan okay here's six months and within that six months i'll go get my license do my research which company I, you know, I want to join, and I did that. I did exactly that. So I went ahead and changed my situation instead of my attitude. And I think, you know, looking back now, it's um, it was meant to be. 
it yeah. was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Steve Jobs was quoted. He was in a school and uh, he was giving his, uh, I guess, those ceremony speeches mm-hmm. for the graduation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, of that year. Uh, and he started out by explaining that, you know, you don't realize what's a- ahead of you. It's not until you look backwards and start connecting the dots mm-hmm. and then you realize you are where you were meant to be. Right. Right. So do you think that's where you're meant to be right now? Yes. Uh, yes, in a way. Listen, I'll be honest. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'm quite where I want to be. I'm not 100% satisfied. doesn't right. mean I'm not happy, but I'll get there. But I am where I, I am today, where I need to be. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely agree with that, that yes, back then maybe you know I felt whatever, but I think I needed that. And, and everything was supposed to happen the way it was so that I can be here today. Well, that's great. Yeah. Now, if I am someone that's interested into getting into real estate mm-hmm. people are thinking this is might be the right opportunity because a, a lot of houses the housing market is probably going to come down mm-hmm. i don't know i'm speculating <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so they thinking that i can go in and i can make a profit i can go around help people buy properties right now what advice would you give them um See, everyone's story is different, right? Right. Everyone's struggle is different. If someone is looking to get into it, don't go by what someone someone else's story, you know, because we each, you know, go through our own path our own way. I do think this is uh, could be the right opportunity because you know a lot of people did lose their job or they're on furlough and whatever the reason may be due to the pandemic, mm-hmm. you have so much time in your hand. So this might be where you do need to have a, a change of you know a career because of your current situation. Look into it definitely. You know if you you just have to have that mindset that because someone else did it that you could be successful. It doesn't mean that you you might be even more successful. You need to go in there with that attitude that I, I got this. Mm-hmm. I know I'm good at it. You know, um, I will make it happen. I was very good at what I did. I know I could do even better. You know, have that mindset where um, perhaps again, I'm going to go by my personal story. You know, right. especially if you don't have any 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 sort of background in industry in the industry mm-hmm. or any help people who are in the industry. So go with the mindset that you know it will be difficult. But I'm okay with that. Maybe the first one year I'll be struggling, um, you know, but I know I, I will do it. I got it because right. this is your own personal brand, your own business. You have to look at that way. So if you have that sort of mindset where you know that you, it may take some time, mm-hmm. then you won't be disappointed. If you get into it thinking by tomorrow night, my first transaction, I will make a million dollars. You know, it's great to have that, you know, goal. It's great to have them, but don't be... Don't expect it so much that you think that everyone's doing that, that when it doesn't happen, you're disappointed and then you're tired. And the other thing is with real estate, hustle. If you're, you have to hustle. I think right. with anything in life, you do have to hustle. So if you mm-hmm. enjoy that, mm-hmm. um, go for it. You know, uh, I, my only advice would be that for someone brand new, this is what I did, you know, just have a certain expectation. You know, it's good to have a goal. It's good to think, you know, big and mm-hmm. dream big because I think your dream should scare you. Otherwise, you would never, you know, work that hard to get Correct. there. Right. However, be also, but also have that expectation that, you know, what if it doesn't happen? What what's my second plan? Or you know, do I give up? So you know, do go into expectation with the expectation that maybe I might fail, mm-hmm. but I know I'm not going to give it up. I'll do everything I have to do. So in order to succeed or in order to continue going the right path, my advice would be, mm-hmm. especially if you don't have any, any experience, you know, do your research of the companies. You have to 
first and foremost, get your license, which is not that difficult. You could just Google it to find out what the process is. Mm-hmm. Once you get your license or as you're getting you know, your license, Google the different agencies that are out there interview with someone you know there they're always looking to hire someone the right. real estate industry office majority of the time they're always looking to hire someone I, not to cut you off i think uh, we had this conversation before when you said that um when you when you're going for your license or when you're going to um interview you're actually interviewing the company the company mm-hmm. yeah right it's not the company interviewing no you. that's what i was just gonna get okay. into so when you're doing your research when you're sitting down with someone from mm-hmm. the agency, yeah, look at this way that you are the one that's interviewing them, why you should join the company. Meaning, what type of mentorship do they offer? You know, what kind of training will they be offering? So things like that. So every agency out there, they are looking to hire new people because if you make money, they're making money. However, how what is it? How is it beneficial to you? So when any new, anyone that's new getting in the industry, you're interviewing the agency. You know, ask them the questions like, okay, I'm brand new. How will you help me? How will you help me to get a lead? What type of mentorship mm-hmm. do you have and you offer? Mm-hmm. So, yes, definitely, you know, have that mindset. The second step would be, if you can, um, depending on the agency, I don't see why it should be, you know, hook up with a team. Basically, team up with an established team already. Learn from them. Be humble. You know, it's okay if you, you're, you know, helping them on the side, but just watch them. That's what right. I did. I was lucky enough to uh, team up with two gentlemen who were really the you know top of the top in my agency. I mean, one of the t- top teams, not only in my agency, but in my office, the branch I was at. Right. I was very lucky to be side by side to watch what they did in the industry. You need to you know network, understand mm-hmm. the language, understand the laws, the lingo, even having a conversation. So if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have the confidence to kind of start my own path so definitely team up with you know if not a team but team up with an experienced agent or a broker to learn you know the industry and that will help you a lot more than trying to do it on your own yeah and a lot of people do try to try to um, take these projects and when I mean projects like your new career anything that you you going into a new endeavor or anything mm-hmm. and you're not familiar with it it's always best to get some kind of coaching yes. and i think like a lot of people try to dive in on them by themselves without access and, and you'd be surprised a lot of people do not mind helping yes yeah. yes they don't you know um you'll find plenty of my thing is listen we can never know everything yeah. even if you do you're always learning something new mm. so be humble enough like you know what i have no idea but let me team up with someone you know you know watch them be side by side and again the, the key thing is you have to know how to hustle and be okay with mm-hmm. it you know it, it's very important because this is your own business yes you're part of an agency but ultimately it's your brand when you, people think of real estate you want them to think that mevi right. you know you want them to right away think you know when it has to do any kind of real estate transaction you know what mevi mevi's the one that i want to call mm-hmm. so in the beginning be humble where you you know act, you don't know nothing as if you're learning a completely different you know language and just team up with someone to like really know the industry let me ask you a question are you a walking brand like are you always <laughs> advertising yes okay. i know it does maybe it gets exhausting i'm sorry to your friends and family <laughs> but you know but because but, that's part that's the nature of the business that's the nature of the business right. and you know and and what's wrong with that i just feel like <laughs> you know if I, if you know me and if you know a friend if you know your sister your cousin doing it you know i want to put it out there without really flashing that yes you yeah. know uh real estate and mevi 
Mevia from Destination Wedding Planning Mevi. But um, yeah, I think, and, and it's okay, you know, and yeah. all of you guys, if you guys ever have doubts about it, don't, you know, be a walking bread. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> like know? that. Um, Somebody next, has to do it. Somebody has to so do, do it. So do it yourself. Right. <laughs> do this, especially if it's, you're the one that's yeah. out there marching to your beat. Yes. All right. So if you're, if you're the one that's marching your beat, you're, you're out there, you're hustling, then absolutely, you have to market yourself because no one else will. So you have to put that initiative in and every opportunity. Yeah. But like you said, it, it has to be a little subtle where it doesn't <laughs> offend everybody. Right. I'm not going to wear a t-shirt yeah. with everything. But, you know, um, it, it's part of your lifestyle too, right. right? Like real estate or all the things. I mean, it, it comes up mm-hmm. even if you're buying or not. So, again... It's not, it's just, you want people to know, okay, not only uh, sales, transaction, but someone that you can genuinely have a conversation and learn something as someone who's informant who can give you the knowledge instead of just going to anybody. So my thing is, you know, that's why I try to put out there, not just because, yes, think of me, but I have information. If I can help you, Mm -hmm. if I can give you some sort of advice, I, I love doing that. So that's why I you know shout out come to me not just because of sale but it's because i really genuinely love talking about it and i have information if that can help you mm-hmm. you know give me a call you know yeah, that's good you you setting people up for success i like that now let's say i i want to get into the real estate because in back of my mind i'm thinking if i sell a million dollar house <laughs> i'm gonna see some type of money yeah <laughs> you will listen um what people need to realize 100 percent, sure you know if you sell mm-hmm. a million dollar home but what they don't realize is that it's not just the whole pie, you know, because you're working with an agency. So right there, there's a split right there. And then if you're representing the seller, the buyer also has an agent, uh, has an agent. And New York City, it's very low. it's very common for mm-hmm. that a buyer has an agent. So right there, that's first first and foremost, that's 50-50 right there, right? right. After you know, after you make sixty thousand on a million dollar home, let's just say six percent. Mm-hmm. So right there, that's you know half. And then you, if in addition to that, um, you have the agency. That so that's another. Yeah. And then don't forget, you're you know you work for yourself. What about the marketing? What about the you know Uber fare that you know True. and or the metro uh, the metro or the car gas. or the gas if you're right. driving. So yes, you can make money. You know that's why you need to hustle and sell sell like maybe ten homes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're looking at it, oh, I'm gonna sell one. I'm a, you know no, it doesn't work that way. You have to keep in mind that this is your brand. This is your business. There's a lot of investments. Besides the commission split mm-hmm. that you do with other agent and you co-broking basically in the agency, but there's still other costs that you have to keep in the back of your mind. And don't forget, you know, Uncle Sam at the end of the year because, you know, the, mm-hmm. proper, the taxes. Get, so yeah. people have to realize, yes, you can. But mm-hmm. if you have that mentality that you're going to make it overnight, no, there's a lot more cost that goes, you know, into it. Yeah, it goes into it, right? <laughs> Man, yeah. um, I'm so excited, really, really to have you here because... I'm excited uh, too. Yeah, I love uh, talking. <laughs> we love having these conversations, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, oh, I enjoy it. But you're also our first female. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very like excited that. about that. <laughs> yeah. And um, and it's it's great because uh, um, not only that you do real estate, mm-hmm. right? But now you ventured off into owning your own company, which is. Uh, maybe FRM Destinations, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is a, a wedding planning company, right, correct? Right, for destinations, for, wedding for, particularly. Uh, can you explain, elaborate more sure. on that? So think of it as a traditional wedding planner, you know, mm-hmm. anyone that are, um, gets married hires a wedding planner. So pretty much the same concept, but only for destination weddings. 
And when I mean destination, we're talking about overseas, the Caribbean, Mexico, Fiji, Thailand, mm -hmm. name it. Yeah, and we help from basically from A to Z, uh, from finding the right location to hotel and booking all the travel logistics. In addition, you know, we are there basically your liaison for the between the bride and the groom and every and all vendors that are associated with the wedding. So but just a tradition, you know, instead of a traditional wedding planner, mm -hmm. we are a wedding planner, but only for destination weddings. So we help with all you know wedding planning basically do you also like is a full package like plane yeah everything everything so, okay. um what's great as i was saying in the beginning you know from real estate i kind of joined the travel industry mm -hmm. so it sort of started from that it's a family business that i joined uh, so because my affiliation uh, with zell travel that's the name of the agency mm -hmm. not only am i a wedding planner that i can help with everything you know when it comes to wedding details and planning but because of my affiliation, we are also able to book airfare, your hotel, your transportation, anything and everything travel logistics. So instead of going off to a third vendor or a third party to do your travel planning, we can help. So I'm your wedding planner addition as a wedding um, travel advisor to help you book your travel logistics as well. So everything is being done basically under the same umbrella, like under the same you know, company. Wow. Yeah. And also you help people get their houses too. And I help. Yeah. So listen, again, it's part of a lifestyle. You know, that's mm -hmm. what uh, the whole my why I started branching out to different industry after I started doing real estate is because it is part of a lifestyle. Someone's always buying a home or renting. Mm -hmm. Right. Someone's always getting married. Someone's always traveling, whether right. you're going to California or you're going to Thailand. So, it's you know, to me, it's like if if I can offer all that service, if someone enjoys doing one you know of the uh experience whether it's a buying a home with mm -hmm. me i you know come work with me when i'm you know planning a wedding if you are having a destination wedding planning or a honeymoon so to me it's like instead of going to different individual if you enjoy working with me let me help you with all the other things that are going on in your life it's just a part of a lifestyle right we're always traveling and doing something with real estate wow <laughs> like, too much <laughs> no no i, yeah. I you know we we my wife and i when we got married we were thinking about the wedding destination and we just thought about having everybody at home because uh my our concern was not everyone can make it correct right? yeah and i'm pretty sure that's a lot of people's concern can everybody make it y yeah you'd be surprised destination weddings are becoming more and more popular even more so than it was let's say about five six even ten years ago the reason why because it's all about experience meaning right. A lot of people are you'll be surprised they don't really go on vacation so when they hear that opportunity of going overseas for wedding mm. they're almost like hey this is my chance to also have a vacation right. it's just an experience it's no longer about being there for your loved one who's tying the knot but also having a vacation experience so 100 percent. you know there's a lot of people that have especially you know you're you know your wife is south asian so mm. our weddings are very big and very very extravagant where you have almost you know 600 700 guests yes maybe not you know mm -hmm. when you are when you have a wedding list that big a destination wedding may not necessarily be you know the option right. but that being said a lot of couples are now doing destination weddings so they don't have to have seven and eight hundred uh, guests because they would like to cut it down and what's the best way to do it let's have a destination That's wedding so it depends on who you're you know <laughs> really asking but um I think it's it's becoming more popular because, like I said, I, from hearing from people, they look at it like I'm getting a vacation out of it. Getting a vacation, right? You know.
what I like that you're servicing throughout the whole experience, <laughs> and that that's amazing. And I, I remember Delta had this slogan where it, um, uh, throughout the whole travel experience, they want you to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So from the moment you get from out of whatever cab ser- um, car service you use, whether it's Uber, taxi, right, or whatever. From the sky cap, from the sky cap to the um, to the ticket counter, ticket counter to the gate, till you get on the plane with the mm-hmm. in-flight crew. To the by the time you land, it's just they want you to have that experience all the way through. And this, the way it sounds like to me that you're providing that experience all the way right. through, and I think that's really awesome and amazing. Um, I, I, for me, for me. <laughs> I'm thinking about the perks that I would get. <laughs> I'm sure you, everyone does, right? <laughs> so, but by you having a company that's affiliated with um, one with Zell's Travel, right? But also, you do the, the wedding planning. You have to have a lot of affiliations with the hotels, with the uh, different. Uh, vendors down there right right you do get a lot of perks absolutely because you know um, again it's about selling an experience right you know enjoying uh, from the moment you get there to the minute you leave so a lot of these resorts a lot of these hotels destinations the tourism board because of my affiliation with the agency and what I do the Mm -hmm. romance you know travel um, they do invite us over to experience from A to Z because then we can come back and sell it to our clients, whether it's a wedding, whether it's a honeymoon. So yes, there's definitely a lot of perks. I'm not going to complain. Mm. You know, that's what's fun about the travel industry and the wedding planning industry mm-hmm. versus real estate. But you know, I mean, real estate. I love looking at beautiful homes, but they never invite you over to stay. Right. You know, whereas as a resort and a destination, they do say, "Come on over." You know, we want you to experience, so then you can go back and. It's much easier to do that if you think about it. You know, if you're telling me you wanted to go to Thailand for your honeymoon. And I, you know, if you're after I know what you want, I can tell you this right. is what you need to do. This is where you should stay. So, uh, I'm not going to complain about it. It's definitely a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm complain yeah, you know, it can be exhausting because you know traveling it, and staying in the hotels. It, 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 and it, it, you know what? I know it looks fun, <laughs> and my job is to make it look fun okay. for my clients. But you'll be surprised waking up seven in the morning when you're on vacation. You don't wake up seven a.m. But I'm not complaining. It's okay. I'd rather still be on a beach working on my laptop. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not complaining. Wow. But, um, you but see I, that image? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> beach yeah. with my laptop? No, that's, that, <laughs> that, that's life. That's what I'm, you know, working. That's what you're striving for. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Be anywhere in the corner of the world where you could just be on your laptop and enjoy a matai and mm. work. Still be able to work, you know? <laughs> now, is... is through that is was that the reason why you you branched off and started this new company that you're working on this new line? Uh, for my new life, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's it's just yeah. It's I'm like basically like a tree trying to like just have different branches, and right. it goes back to the whole lifestyle. Um, should we talk about it? Absolutely. <laughs> um, so it's an awesome idea, by the way. I know this pretty, I, but because you're in that field, right? I think that's a perfect marriage because you're already in that field already. Correct. Yeah. You know. But please. So, yes, you know, again, back to the whole lifestyle, real estate, travel, wedding planning. Um, So with the destination wedding planning, a big portion of it, um, and with my background being South Asian, you know, I do do a lot of Indian weddings, Bengali weddings, South Asians in general. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you know, you know, you experience yourself marrying a South Asian, you know, uh, a lady, (laughs) that our weddings are super extravagant. And we're talking about multiple events, multiple, you know, uh, uh, outfit changes, (laughs) right? And not only do we have 
different outfit changes where you're looking at almost 15, 20, 25 bridesmaids, groomsmen wearing the same type of outfit. Mm -hmm. A lot of our friends growing up here are not South Asians. You know, they're Americans, uh, anything that anything but basically Bengali, Indian and Pakistani. Right. So um, we're used to spending money on our clothes. We're mm -hmm. used to the whole wearing different outfits for every single wedding. A lot of our friends, it's a, it can be a little overwhelming. So I thought, OK, uh, what can we do about that? You know, not only because from my own wedding, but also from working with clients. So I decided, since I'm already doing this wedding uh, business, mm -hmm. why not start? Um, it's not an original idea, but it's something that I would like to offer to my clients. That why not I start a rental service for um, the Indian weddings? So a platform basically will be where men and women. Um, I, I'm sorry, actually, let me fix that. The rental service is more for the women line. So for anyone going to a wedding, instead of buying five, six hundred dollars worth of an outfit, they can just rent, wear it, return it because they're never going to wear it again. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to repeat the same outfit. So you don't feel guilty about, oh my goodness, another wedding, am I spending another, you know, right. couple of hundred dollars? You don't have to anymore do right. that. So I this is uh, going to be uh, called Mevi's Closet. So the concept is basically, you know, you're borrowing right. or you're I should say borrowing or buying from Mevi's closet. So okay. in addition to the rental, again, because the wedding party tend to be very large, mm -hmm. a lot of times it's very difficult to get the same outfit for so many different sizes within a budget. So in addition to the rental service, we are also going to be offering any custom design outfits for wedding parties. So um, yeah, that's, 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 you know, it's, I should be launching, I'm hoping, uh, within a month. It's just, you know, making the announcement, hopefully in a month, but <laughs> I guess I'm making the official announcement away here, you know, with oh, you. So thank I'm really, you, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. Yeah. And it goes back to what you were saying with the Delta slogan, you know, from the minute you, it's just being part of the entire experience. The whole experience, and, the whole um, travel ribbon. It's a, and, and listen, I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I, I genuinely do. I was already doing it for, you know, my own wedding, my own family and friends, so... I was like, you know what? It's just an addition, another addition to my wedding planning service. So now offering rental clothes and custom design clothes for uh, any and every wedding. Uh, to me, I, I I think it's a great idea, and I'll tell you <laughs> why. Because I, I experienced have started it two years right? ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the yeah. experience for me, I believe, was. Um, Did you enjoy it? it? Was, oh, absolutely! <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it, but it was a learning experience also yeah. because I I learned. Uh, different things about the whole culture and what goes into it but um then i found out how expensive those outfits are and i'm like oh my god like is this real yeah yes. this is yeah, right and how much how much goes into the details of these outfits like yes there's certain even the designs like everything <laughs> some of the things were handmade right right yes and i didn't realize how much thought um money <laughs> oh, and, and time right. that goes into right. making these outfits my only concern is when you're gonna get the guys because you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, where i'm hoping if, yes very soon if if i see that you know um the women are loving what i have to offer because mm. the difference will be these are going to be personally designed by me um and um, uh, as a matter of fact, my cousin, who is basically my you know partner, mm -hmm. she is more of like the backhand running around. But you know, it's being personally designed. What I would like to wear, and mm -hmm. you know, what you would find in my closet. So that's why you call it Mevi's closet. Mevi's closet. So it, it's so it's basically everything. The difference will be that it's my design, my choices. 
putting out there if the you know ladies are loving it and I start seeing if the men are requesting sure we are offering for uh, custom design for men um, just you know in the beginning I'm sorry just for the ladies that <laughs> eventually um, I'm hoping sooner than later we'll start the men's line as well for the rental service but um, you know I just want to piggyback off something you were saying about the different culture and that's one of the reason why I did Mevi's Closet mm -hmm. even though the South Asian culture are very similar the Indians Pakistanis um, the Bengalis from Bangladesh there's still a lot of differences and I'm, I'm from Bangladesh so we mm -hmm. and you know it's very different my husband who's Indian still there's many different uh, rituals and customs and things like that so I really wanted to have a platform where I am highlighting the Bangladeshi culture and mm -hmm. what we do in our wedding a little bit more than maybe the other two you know countries just because there's plenty out there that's available but when it comes to the Bangladeshi events mm -hmm. certain things are a little bit more difficult where we're going overseas you know to get it so I just wanted to that was my reason behind why I also wanted to start this because um, I saw how, what it was. You saw it too because mm -hmm. your wife's back, background is Bangladesh. So mm -hmm. I wanted to make it a little easier for not only my clients, but Bangladeshis out here in New York City that you know they can come to and find something. You know, yeah. my closet. <laughs> my niece actually loved loved the whole event. Yeah, and for her, it was like an experience of her for herself. Um, she thought my wife looked like a princess. Yes, yeah, so yeah she did. <laughs> she, she enjoyed the whole experience, but there's a lot of uh, details that go behind um, not just putting the wedding together, but putting the outfits together right. and the color coordination. The, the, uh, and I had an amazing time. Right, but it we was did good. Too. <laughs> it was good. It was good to get yeah. that experience. You right. know, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but you you have so much going on. I just want to ask you one thing. Sure. Why? why not <laughs> can i ask you that like yeah. why not um you know jokes aside right mm -hmm. um there's no limit like i feel like especially as a woman right. you know uh especially as a brown woman too you know uh we are immigrants uh here there, this is supposedly the land of opportunity there's no boundaries there's you know no no one's stopping you uh, or don't let anybody stop you so if you want to make a name see you see also maybe i should take a back i come from a household of a lot of strong women you know I, I you know whether they worked or not it didn't matter but strong in the sense like they never made it feel like a woman cannot do this or that right right and then when i started going to school when i started working i was lucky enough to come across a lot of strong when a bus enough to see what they were doing mm -hmm. and um you know because of my surrounding because of my experience and and everything that i was seeing to me it's like i want to do that i want to be that first you know female like you said a guest here again it's just you know there we there are limitations for women right mm -hmm. but i came from a background where we weren't taught that way we you know uh yes there were some cultural norms that we may have to you know kind of like you know deal with whether we liked it or not but as we started growing and we started coming out so you know I wanted to just do so much. I was, you know, and um, just grow. And, and by me growing, by me setting an example, other people out there looks at my story, looks at what I have accomplished or what I'm doing, they may get inspired. So the just the way I was inspired by the women in my family, you know, just the way I was inspired, all the women that I met down the, you know, in my career or in my school years and what they encouraged me and mm -hmm. what they inspired me, 
if I could be that individual, whether it's for women, of course I would love it to be for a girl, but if I could inspire a man too, why not? You know, so a lot of times, you know, people told me as I start changing all these different career paths or adding, you know, are you sure, you know, you want to do this? You're doing good. So my thing was holding, I'm not happy. So let me do something. And um, I would like to be that individual if there is someone out there who is, un, uh, you know, very unha unhappy where mm -hmm. they are. And if I could somehow motivate them or inspire them, you know, because of what I have gone through or what I'm still going through, to me, it's, I mean, I, I would love that. Because I would have loved at the time when I started the whole real estate and going out on my own, I wish I did have some people that came to me and said, instead of saying, are you sure, you know, you're good. It's not that they were hating, mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't anything about they didn't want me to grow. I think it was just because what they were used to, you know, in their surrounding, oh, they didn't know any better. They, they just thought, maybe you're doing good. Why, are you sure you want to start all over again? I don't, I didn't need that. What I needed someone was a go for it. You know, if that's what you want, what do you have to lose? So I would like to be that individual. So that, if I'm working, I'm doing all these different things, I would love to be in a place one day where I can be that, you know, uh, that individual that can help someone be inspired mm -hmm. and to go chase after their dream, whatever the dream may be. Um, so, <laughs> you know, my thing is, why not? If you're able to do it, go for it. True. You know, a lot of us don't uh. get opportunities you know, um, sure. a lot of us sometimes, you know, do maybe do get opportunity, but we realize that this is, I, I deserve so much more or I, I want so much more. So sometimes, you know, when you don't get that, what do you do? You have to go and make your own path. You have to go out there and knock on the doors yourself. So I guess I'm really doing this because I genuinely do love helping people. Mm -hmm. I love mingling with people. I like making new friends. I'm a people's person. In addition to that, I look back and say, what can I give back in return? So I'm trying to be somewhere where I know I will one day I will probably look back, maybe I'll be content and I can then go ahead and help everyone else that were or are in that place that I was one day. Yeah. You know? I think that's great. Uh, why do you think other people don't have that same mindset? I think a lot of it has to do with fear um, and the comfort zone. They get stuck. You know, fear in the sense like they're so used to a routine. Mm -hmm. I'm working, I have a paycheck, I'm, you know, feeding my belly, I'm good, I have a roof over my head. But, you know, and they get so stuck in the routine and they're so, they think they're happy and they may be, you know, mm -hmm. but um, it's just that fear like, wait a minute, like, should I take that risk? You know, I'm good. So why take a risk and, you know, it doesn't, you know, uh, end up being anything. So it's like a combination of, you know, being very comfort mm -hmm. and also fear of what if I lose, you know, um, I think that's that's my opinion, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I agree. I think people look at the fear rather than looking at the reward. Right. And see what I can gain from this. And, you know, when you shift that perspective and you look at it from a different angle and say, OK, for, to your point, what can I lose? Mm -hmm. You know, what's the worst that can happen? And then you really outline what's the worst that can happen <laughs> and then if that doesn't scare you anymore then why not right why not take it and it, you know listen everyone's story is different right some mm -hmm. people may have a very good excuse why they are you know fearful of taking a big risk you know mm -hmm. um just because of their circumstance so i can understand that everyone's you know story is different but if you're not happy and you you know you you're mundane to that d daily thing you're you know and you're still fearful then come up with a plan that I'm, um, you know, come up with a plan, maybe save that money and then take that risk. Mm -hmm. Because the worst thing that could happen, okay, you fail, 
but you know that you had something to fall back go back to the old industry or the job um maybe it's easier said than done but i don't think so i feel like if you have a skill you know eventually you will land somewhere right but uh again it's like okay the worst thing that can happen is that you fail okay no big deal then just go a different path and you know start over mm -hmm. and and i don't want people who are in a situation where they are probably struggling maybe it's easier to said than you know be done they're probably listening to this and they're saying yeah it's probably easy for her to say but my thing is um you have to value your own situation mm -hmm. you know i was willing to take that risk like i knew i'm not going to make that you know uh, money in one year right away i have to sacrifice maybe not go out as much mm -hmm. um but that's why i took that time i gave myself a time frame that i will save i'll come up with a plan i'll get my real estate license and then join i didn't just do it a little overnight but i i start working towards that path so um you know, ultimately, my thing is, what do you have to lose? Yeah. You know, a, a friend of mine. Uh, recently, we had him on the show. Um, he made a good uh, made a good point. He said, "I don't look at every. I don't look at things as a failure. I look at things as a ladder that's getting me closer to the top." Yes. And I thought that was um, profound because <laughs> when I thought when I looked at it from that angle, you're right. It just it, it made you become a step closer to your goal. Right. If you look at it that way. Right. A lot of people um, have that uh, I am a victim mindset. Right. Right. And they think everything is against them instead of looking at it from the angle like this could make me stronger. This could make me better. And I will be able to, you know, overcome this once I learn from it. Right. right. And I think that's the op the opportunity that's missed or a uh, missed opportunity, I should say. To learn from that experience to take you to the next level or climb up that ladder. Right. No, so. you're. I. I. 100% agree with you, and it goes back to what I was telling you. My story, why I started. You know, if mm -hmm. you if you are going to feel like you're the victim, you know, change the circumstance. Right. Do something about it. You know, why do we have to feel entitled that everything is handed out to us? You know, some people listen. Life isn't fair. Some people probably you know are handed everything great, good for mm -hmm. them, but stop looking at it like why is that happened to that individual i'm the victim i don't do something about it you are you know your life your story your success your failure everything is in your hands mm -hmm. how if you have the right mindset anything could go wrong so um you know when i again listen people go through different things they end up you know having different experiences they feel that way but ultimately you are responsible for yourself it's not anybody else's job to make you feel good mm. to you know make you do better you know no it's you you have to start with you know from within right if you're content within and you know that you're in a good place it doesn't matter what anyone is getting or not yet life isn't fair so mm. you know since life isn't fair then work on yourself hustle do something where you could be in a position where you know people may be looking at you saying well this is not fair this right. you know do you know what i'm trying no, to say I, it's I, like, I agree with you know, saying. your destiny is in your hands ultimately True. you said something that was key you said you know work on yourself and a lot of people don't look at themselves and to realize that maybe i'm the one that's sabotaging myself uh, we i was having a discussion with a friend and one of the things uh, he said, well, these guys don't see my vision. They don't see. Uh, and he was blaming them for not wanting to follow him. <laughs> you know, he was blaming them for not seeing what he saw. He's like, we could do this. We could do that. And I said, well, how about instead of you 
blaming them. How about you remove yourself from them and get with the right people exactly. that can uh, see your vision through? Who has the right, the same mindset? The same as you. mindset, right? Yeah. But a lot of, but he. He was too busy pointing the finger at everybody else instead of realizing I'm still sabotaging myself by right. being here. Right. Exactly. I can remove myself exactly. from this situation and yeah. then go further. So I agree with you. Uh, it's, it's, the key is is working on yourself and working on how you see things. Right. And I think that's a valuable point. Um, just final thoughts. You have anything that you'd like to share? Um, yes. You know, I think, listen, you know, if you are in a point in your life right now, especially with the entire COVID, you know, uh, pandemic that we've been dealing with, a lot of people, I think, are reevaluating uh, everything, mm -hmm. their life, where they're going in their career. Um, you know, if you are scared, it's okay. I feel like if you're not scared enough, um, you're never going to get out of, you know, where that space where you are to do better. Right. So, um, you know, just um, have the confidence in yourself. You know, if you're unhappy, if you're not sure uh, of what to do, just get out, you know, change your circumstance, whether it's your job, whether it's your circle, whether it, you just have to believe in yourself. Correct. If you believe in yourself, you could accomplish anything. If I doubt it one bit, you know, I know, again, it's easier probably said than done. But the thing is, ultimately, you, you have to, it's you. You are in, you know, you or your, your, your destiny is basically in your hand. Just go out there. You have nothing to lose, you know, and... Um, being unhappy is not gonna you know don't it's not really um you're what are you accomplishing in life you know there's so much more so just get out of your situation take your own matters in your own hand like i said for many of us life isn't fair mm -hmm. we don't get the opportunity so go out there and you know make your own luck you know and the other thing i would like to say is i know you know being in doing so many things a lot of people say you know focus 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 in one thing it's okay to focus in one thing once you focus enough don't be scared to go out and venture out different things. I think it's okay to do multiple things, mm -hmm. you know, at the same time. You know your capability, your strength, your limit. So if you're one of those individuals who wants to conquer the world and do multiple, go for it. You know, um, don't let the naysayers get in the way. It's okay to take advice. Mm -hmm. It's okay. But ultimately, the decision is up to you. You know, you are only responsible for either, you know, making it or not making it. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> no, I agree. I, I think for me, um, I I yeah, I get a lot of good, you know, I get I, I get a lot of good feedback, but I don't really take those in. It's the negative feedbacks that help me grow. Yes, because those are the ones that I'm like, okay, I didn't see this coming, and Just when you hear wrong. it, <laughs> you could prove them wrong, you know? or they could be right, and then maybe there's certain things that you need to work on. Right. Right. Of so course. it's, it's yeah. a double edged sword. You can look at it from the point where, you know what, I'm going to show them or I could be like, is this person right? Let me think about this and evaluate it. And if he is right or she, how can I correct this? Because right. sometimes we don't see it until somebody put it right in front of mm -hmm. our rear view. Or, I mean, right in front of our right. face. Right. 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 So once right when it's right there in front of your face. And it's you staring at it, and it's right there. You have to make a decision to say, "Okay, is this person right? Let right. me let me think about this." You should so. you should do that. But at the same time, I will say that listen, um, it doesn't mean that they're right. You know, it's just that 
I feel like it's good to hear everyone, mm-hmm. but ultimately, like, I think you will feel inside of you, you know, okay, is this, you know, yeah. is this my calling or if this is not? I think it's good to hear everyone. You're 100% right mm-hmm. with that. But um, I think when you hear everyone, you have a better awareness. You be- have a better awareness. It's, it's not saying somebody's right. It's, it's saying that I need to evaluate this. And there's so many different perspectives, right? right so, right. Uh, yes, it's good to evaluate, good to mm-hmm. look at every direction. But I think ultimately you will know within yourself that Correct. which direction, which path, um, you know, I should take. I think, you know, if anyone, you know, is in a place where they feel they're stuck, just, you know, step out of like sit there and really see what do you see yourself, you mm-hmm. know, a few years from there. Just go chase. What do you, but my whole thing is, you know, I always say this, and it's true. It's like, what do you have to lose, like, at right. the end? You know, um, you could just end up being a lot more successful than where you sure. are. Yeah, instead and, of the same rigamen role. And when you, you can, love when you do something, Stanley, honestly, it doesn't feel like work. True. You know, it do, it's just like you love it so much. All the successful people that are out there, mm-hmm. you know, look at them. What are they doing? They're doing exactly what they knew they were, and they're loving it. You know, they, they, they're living the life. So when you when you find that passion, when you know, uh, you will never feel like you're working a day in your life, you know. Yeah, you're technically working 24 hours 7, but it doesn't feel like doesn't it's work. It doesn't feel like the work, right. <laughs> no. I, I, I agree. I agree with that. Make it um, your lifestyle, part of your lifestyle, basically. Absolutely. You know? So, Mevi, where can people reach you? Like... You have Mevy's Closet. <laughs> Mevy from Destinations, Mevy's Closet. Real estate, any tips, um, they can just, you know, reach out to me in my email, which is info at mevyfrim.com. Mm. You know, it'd be nice to hear from you people. Any advice, anything that, you know, anybody mm-hmm. has regarding anything, feel free, definitely reach out to me. You know? That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sam. This was, um, I hope it was informative, but I had a lot of fun talking about well, it. Well, though. I did too. It's it was great. great. Thank you so yeah. much again. Oh, absolutely. Um, final words for me. Uh, we on Instagram, underscore it, underscore starts, underscore now. We're also on YouTube. Please check out the link in the bio and the Instagram. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Mevi Ephraim, uh, Destinations, Mevi's <laughs> Closet, all the above. Check out. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, and it's been a pleasure, everyone. Thank you so much. And don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe, please.